Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. And be sure you are subscribing to this show and telling your friends to do so as well. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I always call it, NHTE. If you go back and listen to episodes such as NHTE 35 with Frankie Shinta, or more recently NHTE 180 with Tina Perez or NHTE 190 with Laura Wright. Plus, you note my constant references on this show all the time to entertainers. You will see why it's fitting for me to sit with the guest I have for this episode. I am on location today in Orlando, Florida, and my guest is a singer, songwriter, and yes, entertainer who is releasing a new single this month, November. She is a regular performer here. We are at Mango's Tropical Cafe, where she entertains audiences in two shows each night. But she has also performed extensively away from here, including not only outside of Florida, but even televised performances as well. And it should be noted that she is also a bilingual singer as well. You have been hearing a song of hers called Personal. Inside this venue that we're sitting in, she is known as G-Star. It's my pleasure to welcome to now hear this entertainment, Jesse Torres. Thank you, Bruce. I'm so excited that you made it. <laughs> Absolutely, me too. Thank you for making the time to sit with me today. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure already to have met you. <laughs> By the way, listeners, we are doing a video here this weekend with Jesse, so stay tuned and a little later on I will tell you where to go to find that. So your career is quite full. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to make our conversation all about your time performing here, but okay. since we are sitting inside Mango's Tropical Cafe and I got to see you perform here last night mm-hmm. and you're going to be performing here again tonight, let's certainly cover the obvious first. And I want to tell the listeners that in looking at guests for the show, I was asked in light of Tina Perez having been on episode 80, why would I get another performer from Mango's? So, listeners, my answer was, you know, couldn't someone ask me that about a lot of the guests that I have on? Why would I have on another American Idol participant? We've had a lot of guests from that show. Why would I have another singer-songwriter? Those are on Now Hear This Entertainment all the time, and so on. But the answer is everyone has a different story to tell. Everyone has a different perspective on things. Everyone has different experiences to draw from and for themselves and the listeners to learn from. So, trust me, Jesse has been on my radar for a long time, and in my mind, it was just a matter of getting our schedules to align so that she and I could do this. So, Jesse, as I said, I did get to see you perform here last night, a very high-energy show, lots of Mm -hmm. singing and dancing. And listeners, this place is is huge, a a capacity of 2,500, and it was packed in here last night. And, and Jesse, through it all, you you keep a smile on your face. I, I think you just thrive in this environment. Performing is is really the thing for you, isn't it? Absolutely, Bruce. It's something that I've been very passionate about um, since I was uh, 
baby, I guess you could say. And um, it just it's really rewarding for me. And I do it with love because it's it's me. It's the only one thing that I cannot see myself doing um, or I can't picture myself not doing for the rest of my life. So um, I love to project that to people and I love for people to have a good time. Well, and obviously last night was the first time that we met in person. It was the first time I got to see you perform. But, you know, certain people will get on stage and there's an element of it where they're acting. Mm -hmm. They're they're playing a part, so to speak. And I just feel like as I've started to get to know you, that when you're on stage, you're not acting, that you're just genuinely enjoying being up on stage, entertaining the crowd. I have to agree with you. Um, I definitely enjoy what I do. Um... It's, I guess, to a certain extent, um, I, I can see what you're saying, how some people may act on a stage. To me, just uh, having a smile on my face and wanting people to have a good time, uh, just like I am, is not an act. Um, it's something that comes completely natural to me. That's why I love what I do. Um, however, it does, being on stage does allow me to... Um, kind of have like I guess you could say an alter ego (laughs) which is is completely like a positive thing you know it's it's um I think it's something that we all have and um it's it's not that it's necessarily not me but um yeah I guess it's just allows me to kind of play around and well but we all also have something called a bad day you know Mm -hmm. we all have a bad day now and then and so is it a case of when you have a bad day in your personal life, but you have to come here and entertain, is it a case of that allows me to forget about the bad day I've had? Or is it maybe that you, I don't want to say that you have to act, but that you maybe have to try to get into character that night because you have had a bad day and it's not going to come as natural to you, if you understand how I'm asking that? I completely understand. Um, definitely, I've been there. Um, one of the situations, and I don't, I don't want to um, get this into like a negative note because it's That's not okay. at all. <laughs> but um, that's my okay father, because it, it might be a learning, ex- a learning opportunity for those course. that are listening who are performers themselves. Of course, absolutely, I agree. But um, my father was ill a couple months ago. He suffered a stroke. Mm. Um, thank God he's he's fine now and almost a hundred percent recovered. Um, however, it was very difficult for me to, you know, have a smile in my face while I'm performing while in the back of my mind, of course, I'm, I just, I'm, I was super worried for my father's health. Um, however, being here does allow my mind to kind of like get away somewhat. And, um, I think it's a refresher for me because again, it, it's, it's a getaway. It's a getaway from life itself, um, from like the just things that happen in life. Um, one of those being, you know, um, like again, my father being ill, but yes, um, sometimes it is difficult. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. You do have to put up a front, like you are very happy because you don't want to project negativity or sadness upon well, and, other people. And as you were saying that it's an opportunity to get a break from your personal life, you probably also have to tell yourself, well, wait a minute, I have to put on a good show because a lot of people who came here tonight came here tonight because they need to get a break from their personal life and they're coming here looking for me and the others to give them a good time. And that's a good point. That's another thing I was going to mention. I think it's it's not fair to people that come here um, for a good time and maybe to you know get away from other things and they're also paying to um, have a, a, a nice experience. And... Um, Definitely, it's not fair to them, and I have to 
tell myself that and just do the best I can. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a job and I have mm -hmm. to be professional and I have to give it 100%. Yeah, you want to <laughs> leave the people that are here with a good impression. You don't want to be known as the one girl who was on stage that looked like she was mad at the world. Absolutely. <laughs> and then another thing is like if you're as passionate about um, being an artist as I am or, you know, other people that one night that you could be um you know just having a bad night and it shows on stage that one night could be it for you you never know who's watching you and exactly. um, you just it it's always you're an image you're a brand as an artist and you just have to give it your all because <laughs> you never know there's always people filming there's always people watching and at the end of the day you're only making yourself look good or bad i love so. it the girl after my own heart. The listeners, you know, I preach that all the time that, you know, you only have one chance to make a good first impression and you Aww. never know who might be there. So uh, I, I promise, listeners, I did not tell her in advance to say that when we pressed record. I'm, I'm, I'm just thrilled he to hear it. you he say really that. He did it. Um, I, w I wonder, though, is there anything different that you do on a night like that when you come to perform, when, when you say, I'm really dealing with something tough outside? I mean, do you get here earlier? Do you get here later? Do you do something different? Or is it, I just got to go through the same routine regardless? And I just I ask guess, that because maybe it's a teaching moment for, for the listeners to say, aha, that's a good tip for me right. to try. Well, you know, I try to be as positive as I can um, in every situation that I encounter in life. But I guess when I'm on my way here, I see it as, again, as a getaway. And, you know, I say, well, you know what, I'm going through this, but music is my everything. And it's going to, it's going to enhance, um, you know, it's going to make me feel better. It's going to enhance my mood. And um, so I just, I always find that even when I'm feeling stressed out, I just always come here and I give it my all on stage and it works out. So Nicely said, <laughs> nicely said. This is good because there's there's a, a different lesson here that I really don't think that I've ever been able to draw out of a guest in 190 plus episodes so far. One thing that I witnessed last night was the interaction with the crowd. And I'm talking um, coming down off the stage, going deep, deep into the audience, walking around singing and even doing a little dancing. Mm -hmm. Plus, there's even a time or two in the show when some audience members are brought up on the stage. Mm -hmm. um, I was told that there are bouncers here, although I didn't see them. My question is you're actually a performer that I would think has to have some awareness about your personal space as it relates to your safety and just audience members being respectful and appropriate. Have, have you had any problems like that? And if so, how did it affect you? And more so when you first started performing here, were you at all concerned about that aspect of, of getting so physically close with audience members? That's actually a great question. And indeed, we do face that, on a, I would say, on a daily basis. Um, Mango's uh, is... It's a very positive atmosphere, very family-oriented. So um, I've been very lucky in that sense. I haven't had bad experiences or awkward experiences. But being that we are a public figure, um, you never really know everyone that comes here. So you do have to kind of um, have some common sense and enjoy what you do, but always be on the lookout. And um, I guess I, I have had um, one experience, which I will not get into deeply, but... Um, you know, just uh, men sometimes, I guess, they can get a little bit more <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, frisky. But um, 
Yeah, well, usually we do have security guards and they, they look after us a lot. But um, they handled that pretty well. And um, again, it wasn't anything serious. But so, when you first started working here, was that a concern to you when, when it was explained that, okay, we're going to bring some audience members on the mm-hmm. stage or we, re- we really want you to go into the crowd? Did you at all think, hey, wait a minute, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm really comfortable about people getting that close to me? I have to be honest, I didn't really give it that much thought, no. I never saw it uh, as That's a good. negative That's thing. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, again, um, I know that the staff here at Mangoes happens to be an amazing staff, and they do take care of their employees. So um, I haven't had a bad experience thus far. That's great. Uh, at the same time, connecting with the audience the way that you do here, both when you come down off the stage into the crowd as well as when you're on stage and have to try to sing to and, and look at as many people in such a huge audience as you can, does it then all of a sudden just feel completely different when you're out performing somewhere outside of here? You know, because you do perform so much at Mangoes, mm-hmm. when all of a sudden you're out somewhere else and you're used to looking at everyone and you probably have different points in the venue where you, okay, I got to make sure I look at everyone over here. Do you feel completely out of your element when you're singing somewhere else? Um, I, the thing is, Mangoes is like home to me already. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, if I perform somewhere else to a, to a certain extent, it's going to feel different, but it's not necessarily different in a bad way. It's still a new experience to me. And that's what creates, um, that's what creates that's what creates confidence in in the long run too and and you do have to um to get to work to get comfortable with working in different environments being in different um stages etc and um but it, yeah i can't lie to you it does seem different sometimes you know and, and i even when i'm away from from here i do miss uh. being here but um well, that's a good segue because I was going to ask you that, you know, on a similar note, does connecting with the massive audiences here night after night make it easier t- for you to perfect that aspect so that when you are performing elsewhere, it comes naturally to you to draw in audience members? Absolutely. And um, working on a daily basis with people um, doing what I do has allowed me to become a lot more confident in working and entertaining uh, certain people, whether it's kids or adults or like um, older people. You just get to know what people look for when they want to be entertained. And um, yeah, it, it has allowed me definitely to become more more comfortable with working with people. Yeah, and listeners, you've often heard me, if you've listened to the show a while, you've often heard me say, go back and listen to episode 12, as long ago as that may seem. But the guest was Mark Allen Barnett, who is very well known in Nashville. And he talked about how when you're performing, you really have to build almost one table at a time to get the whole audience paying attention to you on stage. Mm -hmm. And so you can see how in Jesse's case, you know, here she's performing at this 2,500 capacity venue and all of a sudden you go somewhere else and it probably feels like, well, this isn't going to be tough at all because (laughs) there could be 1,500 people in there and all of a sudden it's not as big a crowd and you have the experience and you've sort of gotten a routine down of, okay, I know that I have to make eye contact and somehow connect with as many people here as possible. Mm -hmm. Working with people falls in the same category as of course, performing and entertaining. And, um, see, for example, um, working with women, you kind of, you get to know like what women like women love to be told that they're beautiful. So I know how to work that into my performances. I, um, you know, I always like 
call out and, and, and the ladies where are all my beautiful ladies at and of course they you know wow. they dress nice they put their makeup on and they they get their hair done beautifully so they you have to point that out to them it's you know just like what they would like a man to tell them you have to make them feel better about themselves and like ultimately that. that's like what that. it comes to like you just got to make everyone feel better it's like an element themselves. of psychology yeah absolutely <laughs> it's and, and like kids too kids love to feel like like you're just like you know you're cool like you're a kid too so mm -hmm. what i usually do is i come up to a kid and then you know i i have like my inner child characteristics come out and you know i'd like you know say i give five. them a high five yeah. and they love that and yeah, yeah i've had kids kind of like hug me out of nowhere and um and that's like the that's best awesome. feeling i'll bet when I'll you bet. can get to kids listeners mm -hmm. i mentioned in the intro that jesse has a new single releasing this month meaning november and i'm certainly going to ask her about that but first i want to thank Tascam for contributing to my ability to interview jesse on location today she and I each have our own microphone in front of us, and they are plugged into the DR44WL that we are recording into. It's actually a handheld recorder, but it has four tracks and Wi-Fi, so it's a pretty impressive unit. Uh, musicians could benefit from it, too, whether it's putting down song ideas or other applications with it. When I do interviews on site, I sometimes will instead break out the Tascam Mini Studio Creator, which can be used by musicians, including for live streaming, by the way, like, like Facebook Live, for example, uh, and, of course, podcasters can use it, too. Otherwise, these days when I'm not recording on location, I'm sitting at my Tascam Track Factory, an all-in-one home recording solution that you definitely need to check out if you're a musician who wants to record on your own. Look up all these solutions at Tascam.com, T-A-S-C-A-M. Jesse, the way that the shows are presented at Mangoes, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I told you last night it's a shame that with the ex expect, excuse me with the exception of probably Las Vegas mm -hmm. there there really isn't much like this around meaning dinner and a show simultaneous under one roof with the lights the costumes the music um without overstating it there has to be a feeling you, you started to allude to this a little bit before but there there has to be a feeling of celebrity when you're here performing everyone's watching you they want pictures with you mm -hmm. as i said they want to interact when you come out into the crowd uh, how does that make you feel? Because I would think that to you, it's I'm coming to work each night. Mm -hmm. Yet here are these people watching you and stargazing. And perhaps you're even inspiring young performers who see you up on stage and say, I want to be her. Aww. How does that make you feel? <laughs> um, it's it's very, very fulfilling and it is rewarding. And I do like it, but it's I'm not going to say that... Um, yeah, I'm not going to say that it it doesn't cause any emotion in me because I would be lying. Mm -hmm. um, I think everyone likes to be praised and, and you know, be um, you love to be a role model to other people. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I love that. I got to say, I do love it, but it's not the main reason why I do this. That's good. That's good because mm -hmm. I, I, I was expecting you to say <laughs> it. it feels kind of special but at the same time i can't let it go to my head right you know i'm i'm here night after night and this is like you said at the end of the day this is your job right and then also i'm still doing what i love and i think when you don't put so much thought into you know how people perceive you i think you just you really enjoy what you're doing and it shows and i think that's that's the best um the best characteristic that people see in a person that doesn't really care um, 
you know, whether people see her as, you know, this big time thing or like whether you're not doing a good job or whatnot, just enjoy what you do and it's going to pay off. People are going to definitely be um, thankful. For yeah. That. Plus, Make I have to imagine that because it's not just you, there's so many other performers on stage. And because I have to imagine there's probably a long line of entertainers who would love to work here, mm-hmm. it's probably easier to not get so caught up in yourself and say, yeah, I guess I am a celebrity when I'm here. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess I get, I can see how people would feel that way. I just don't feel that it's, it's in me to be that way. I, I don't know. It just doesn't go with my personality. Um, both of my parents are like very humble human beings and I just don't, I almost feel kind of awkward and, and, and shy about acting that way. Well, it is mentioned when you're on stage here that you are known as G star, but mm-hmm. is there a way to gain exposure for your career on the whole so that people know to go look for you on social media and educate them that performing here isn't all you do? Uh, mm-hmm. If so, how do you accomplish that? Is it, is it by maybe talking to people after the show or do they find you online on their own? Or, or is there, maybe I'm wrong, maybe even though they're referring to you as G-Star on stage, maybe there is no opportunity for you to kind of build your brand here. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say that G-Star is specifically a name that um, I've made for myself only here at Mangoes. It just happened to start here Mm -hmm. and everybody just started calling me. So so I just figured it was my artist name and it's something catchy and simple for people to find me as. And and that's the easiest way that people have been able to find me. So um, as of now, I don't. I don't, I don't know what I will do. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I just, my name is kind of, it's, it's not very simple to spell. So it's, it's a bit difficult for people to find me by my name. And that's why I stick to G star. Well, and let's face it, you know, obviously there are so many people performing on stage at once that if all of you do have a performance career outside of here, Mm -hmm. they can't, they can't stop the show and say, this is where to find this singer online, and this right. is where to find this one, and this guy goes by this, and make sure you check out this one's new CD. So I imagine it is just kind of, you know, whatever you can squeeze in here or there. Maybe someone's talking to you after the show or in between sets or something like that. Right, yeah, because at the end of the day, we're still working for the venue, and we have to promote the, the show as a whole. Um, but I guess, yeah, when we interact with people... Um, we, I guess we can um, exchange, you know, pers- not personal information, but just um, things having to do with our artistic careers. So, um, but most people do find us, I got to say. Mm-hmm. Most people do find us on social media. I mean, nowadays it's so simple for, to, for people to find yeah. you, especially yeah. when you work in such a uh, high pay- fast-paced like venue such as... Um, mangoes well and that goes back to the point that you made before you know which is that you always want to give your best show every time because people will look on social media and they'll drill down and they'll go aha this is the girl that really impressed me last night Mm -hmm. and so now all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you giving your best just paid off because now they are going to follow your career in general not just here right people genuinely like get drawn to that and of course they always become interested in looking for you in social medias (laughs) etc Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. 
Today's bonus is visit your own website on a frequent enough basis that you're well-versed in what's on there. Someone might say, hey, I really like that video that's at the top of the videos page on your website. Or, wow, I love that song that plays when I start the player on your website. But if you don't know what video or song they're talking about, it will be really awkward. The same could even apply to photos. And please don't ever say, ha, I never look at my own website. You always have to be on when it comes to promoting yourself, even if you have someone else who is your publicist or manager. He or she can't be everywhere that you are, and you don't want to look distant from your own brand. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1, Volume 2, and Volume 3 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40, 41 to 80, and 81 to 120, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. The high-energy show that you perform in here at Mango's obviously has an element that calls for conditioning. Um, we actually never really talk on this show about keeping oneself in good shape. Obviously, a singer needs to know the do's and don'ts of good vocal health. Mm-hmm. But I notice on the header on YouTube that it says, Jesse Torres, Music, Beauty, Fitness. Is, is there a fitness component, meaning are you a, are you a trainer? Or, or maybe I should be asking, is the show here at Mango's enough of a fitness routine? Or do you have a program you follow on your own? Um, you know, that's also a great question. And um, I got to say, the beauty and fitness, it's also related to being a performer. Because, yes, you do have to take care of your health. Um, as you can see, being dancing and singing at the same time, you have to have so much stamina and endurance and it's not easy to sing and dance as you can see exactly yeah so that's something that you build over time of course as you condition but um i do take care of the way that um like i eat i i do um fitness i mean obviously mangoes itself is like (laughs) fitness it's a workout (laughs) but um but yes, uh, fitness is related because I do have followers that ask me how I keep uh, myself in shape, okay. and which okay. is why I like to give fitness tips to my followers, okay. and that's why I guess I threw the like fitness out there yeah. because it's something also important in my life. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. very good, very good. Uh, <laughs> tell us about the early years. Where, where were you born? Where, where did you grow up? Uh, when did you first start singing? Mm-hmm. And then I guess also, you know, when did you know that this was what you wanted to pursue for a career? Well, I was originally born in Cuba. Mm-hmm. I came here when I was 10 years old uh, with both of my parents. I've been blessed to have amazing parents who have always supported my career since I was young. And um, I have a, a nice little story for you. When I was a baby, I was about four months old. And my mom always tells this story to people. But she says that she was actually singing like a lullaby to me. And I wouldn't fall asleep for nothing in the world. And out of nowhere, I repeated the same lullaby to her i sang it right back to her the same way she did it to me and she was she was i mean at four, so impressed at four at months old four months old i know completely unbelievable wow but right there and then she says she knew that i was born to sing i was born to do this so and mm-hmm. so when did you <laughs> actually start to do some form of singing where it was 
okay, obviously it looks like she's really interested in this. Was it grammar school, middle school, high school? Um, as, as I can remember, back in Cuba, I always used to be doing things like this. Oh, okay. So, so even before the age of 10. Yes, absolutely. And I used to act a lot. That's also another ah. thing that I enjoy so much. It's acting. And, um, and yeah, I remember just being so young and always being in shows and like, and, and it's funny because my mom always says that I never used to go over like my scripts or I never used to practice or anything. And she would be so worried and she would be like, you know, she hasn't even practiced. She's not going to do a good job. And I would tell her, don't worry. I got this. Wow. I got this. And I would show up and do it like perfect. Wow. And um, so I guess just being really young, I knew already that I wanted to do this. It, it was so natural to me. So it was a case of you always knew it wasn't there was one certain something that took place in your career where all of a sudden the light went on and you said, yeah, this is it. I, I know for sure now in my heart, this is what I'm going to do. It, you just always knew. As long as I can remember, that's the only thing I've seen myself doing since I was young. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Well, <laughs> it's, uh, if, if you would see the sincerity in her eyes, listeners, it's, it's, oh. it's as believable <laughs> as, as it sounds. Uh, we're learning more and more as, as we go along here. But what is something that people wouldn't know about you? I guess one of the things that I can say is um, what, what most of my friends, people that really know me as a person would say outside of the stage, is that... I'm actually sometimes shy and um, being on stage is like definitely an alter ego. Um, I'm a lot more like fears, I guess is the word, um, <laughs> out on stage. But um, I just, um, I have almost like childlike um, traits about me. So, um, you know, in a good way, I just, I love to laugh. I just, I laugh so much, like almost the whole day. I'm always laughing and looking at like funny videos and just <laughs> looking for ways to, you know, have a good time. Uh-huh. But, um, I'm very like free spirited. I'm very free spirited. I'm also a very loyal friend and loyal, like, um, family. I, mean, I just, I care so much about the people that show me love and I'm extremely grateful for having like great friendships and great family that like support me in what I do. And um, also, like, everyone says I have an older soul. So maybe it was the way I was raised. I don't know. But um, I like old school music, like old school rock. People would not even believe the type of music that I listen to. Go ahead. Give, give us some to. examples. Give us some examples. <laughs> some, some artists. Um, I love George Michael. I love um, Bon Jovi. I love also, um, like, old school R&B me- uh, music, like um, Blackstreet I like. Um, Brian McKnight, um, Boys to Men. Um, I just, I'm such a hopeless romantic. <laughs> and I don't even listen to the, like, what's what's hot right now. Uh-huh. It just, it takes me long to, like, actually, and I know that's a bad thing sometimes because I should be, like, you know, up to date with all, like, the latest music, etc. And not that I'm not, but I'm always, like, the last person to hear <laughs> those songs and it's because i already have such a like um an exclusive list of songs that i like to listen to that make me feel good that i just always just Go lean to, towards yep. yeah that's what i listen to in my car all the time it's like really old school stuff the mechanics i just thought about that the mechanics i love the mechanics um talking in your sleep i'd I'm a very like old school, like seventies, eighties, even nineties rock music. Well, you're Soft checking, rock. you're checking a lot of boxes with me here. This is uh, <laughs> I 
this is this is good this is good synergy um i noticed in there you said something that that made me think and uh, listeners obviously you can't see this but she's watching me cheat and look at all my questions <laughs> but one that i didn't have written down because i just assumed that you've been doing this so long not necessarily two years but so many shows a week here at mangoes mm-hmm. and because of the confidence that you look like such a pro on stage i just assumed that she probably never gets nervous at the start of a show, but do you? Here at Mangles, I don't get nervous anymore, but I do get nervous when I'm presenting myself to uh, to a different type of like stadium or stage or mm-hmm. whatever the case might be. I I say that it's just the adrenaline because you want to do good, and every time that you are faced with something new. You have that adrenaline about you. And they say nerves is a great thing. I just find that here in Mango, since it's home already, I just, I try not to focus too much on my nerves. Unless, of course, I'm not too sure about like a certain song that we're doing. Then I'm so nervous. Yeah, I was going to say, is it a case of where maybe it's the first night that you're going to be doing a different song? Or maybe even something like, you know, this is the first time we're wearing these outfits. This is mm-hmm. oh, everything. I'm kind of off. I'm, I'm out of my comfort zone. Is it little things like that that maybe could give you a couple of nerves sometime? Yeah, I would say for me at least... Um, when I get nervous the most is when I don't feel as confident about what about what I'm performing. Like again, if we are performing a new song that is completely new to me, and I gotta say I don't I don't have the best memory in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I have such a hard time sometimes remembering lyrics. Like wow. when I'm first learning a song. Oh, I so, see. So yeah, so um, I guess yeah. I even if I know the song like in the back of my mind. I still get nervous about messing up. Sure, sure. So, um, and then here and there, you know, sometimes you hear like there's like a, a famous person out here in the audience, uh, and I, I do get nervous. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, they they need to not tell you that. Maybe at least until the end of the night. Right, <laughs> right I agree. Or until that, that person approaches you and says, "This is who I am." <laughs> Listeners, I am on location at Mango's Tropical Cafe in Orlando, Florida, with singer, songwriter, performer Jesse Torres. Now, I was going to... Listeners, you know that this is the part of the show where I give all the plugs for the guest of where to go find them online. I'm going to let Jesse hijack my promo here (laughs) because I was going to send you to a website that is jesse.com, and it's spelled G-E-I-S-S-I-E, but you actually would rather that they just focus on your social media right now, yes? As of now, yes, because my website is something that it's currently under construction, and again, we touched the topic. I'm super for perfectionist. So if, mm-hmm, <laughs> if I'm mm-hmm. not completely happy about something, I'm not putting it out there. So for the meantime, being that social media is it's such it's an king. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> social media is king. <laughs> yes. Um, it's such a great platform. I would say definitely stick to my social media outlets, being Instagram and my Facebook pages as well. Yeah. And uh, she does have some videos on YouTube. Um, there actually is a Twitter that I found and I followed today, uh, uh-huh. but it's mostly tweets about the YouTube um, activity. So uh, as she said, mainly uh, Facebook and Instagram are the two to focus on for the time being. And then in the meantime, by following her on Facebook and Instagram, you'll get to see when she's posting updates about I'm about to launch a new website. Yes. Absolutely. And um, about the Twitter, it's funny because I'm not very good with, I'm actually very good with um, social media as like as far as aesthetics and, you know, tips and tricks here and there. I'm just so like a living in the moment type of person that I'm sometimes I'm not consistent with my social media and that's such a bad thing. <laughs> but um, 
Twitter. I've never even understood Twitter. Maybe <laughs> I should really like well, get somehow, to work on somehow that. Somehow <laughs> you or someone linked it to your YouTube, so you yeah. so you got that part right. Uh, keep <laughs> up with her online also for all the news surrounding her new single. And of course, if you are in or if you will be in the Orlando area, do see her perform here at Mango's. Meanwhile, get onto YouTube and see the video that will be on the official Now Hear This channel of us doing this interview and Jesse performing here last night. To find it, just go to nhte.net and click on the YouTube logo there. Please like and comment on the video too and feel free to subscribe to the channel. So... Jesse, let's let's talk about the new single of yours. I was talking over it at the beginning, and we didn't play the whole thing, so stick around, listeners. We will play the, the song in its entirety at the end, and I promise I won't talk over it. But the song is called Personal, mm-hmm. but please tell the listeners anyways, what is the song about? Um, did you write it yourself, or maybe was it a co-write with someone else? Where do you do your recording, those types of details? So this new single called Personal, it's it's a very personal song of mine. and um, I hope so, <laughs> with a title like that. <laughs> and I, I heard the um, the music, and I fell in love with the music, and that's what helped me to like bring my thoughts together and kind of write. And I guess I did it like as I went, you know, I would listen to the song, and then I I would just write based on like, you know, what what would come to me at the moment. But of course, I had the idea of being that I'm such a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I wanted to write a love song. And um, this specific song is about something that I'm sure all of us have been through. And it's like we've had when you have a crush on someone and you are um, shy or scared to let them know. So I guess in the song, I'm coming out and um being honest to the person like Mm -hmm. hey this is how i've been feeling about you for all this time and um it's a very intimate song and i love that the feeling that people perceive from the song is just such a like a peaceful and deep um feeling that it the song definitely gets to you it gets to your soul And at least that's what, like, everybody that tells me when they listen to it, they're like, Jesse, like, I love the song. I feel like I, I feel like you feel it, you know, you, you project that in people and you can tell that you put your heart into writing this. And so this song is more about, like, how I felt in the past. Um, and that's why the song is called Personal. And do you record with a particular studio in Orlando? Do you record on your own? How are you recording these days? Uh, as far as like professionally, I do have a couple of studios that um, I visit here in Orlando. Um, I guess I don't really, I haven't stuck to one in particular, um, but just kind of like still looking for that like home studio okay. here in the area. Okay. Um, you just did a photo shoot, and, and I realize that you're getting this single out this month, meaning November. But is it, it, the f- I, I'm seeing these developments, the photo shoot, the single coming out. I'm wondering, is there maybe an EP on the way or, or perhaps a, f- a full CD? In other words, will there be other new music on the way from you soon in addition to this song called Personal? Absolutely. Um, stay up to date with, again, with all, all of my social medias. Um, Instagram being G Star Music with two S's and two R's. And um, as well as Facebook, they're both linked to each other. Actually, on my Facebook is my actual name. And the reason for that is um, 
I know this is kind of auto-topic, okay. <laughs> but I, I still want my listeners to know that about me. And um, I was in Mexico for a couple months doing a TV show for um, a large Spanish TV network called Univision, Univision, which I'm sure you've heard of. And there were major artists there, including Ricky Martin, Laura Pausini, um, We Sing Yandel. It was, it was such a huge show, and it allowed me to gain so many fans. And um, they knew me there for my name, Jesse Torres, uh. G-E-I-S-S-I-E. And that's how they look for me still, till this day. And this show still airs um, internationally. So I still kept it as my, my name. And being that they're both linked to each other, Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I would guess that they can kind of figure out. Like, <laughs> now, is more of when my was that? Because um, I did see, I don't know if this is the same show or if this is something different, because what I saw was from at least two years ago. I saw on YouTube that, that you performed it. on a reality TV show called Vaporti. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was it? Yep. That okay. was it. Amazing um, experience, by the way. But tell the listeners who are not familiar with that show what the show is. Because it's not a competition show like, say, American Idol or The Voice, is it? It was. Oh, it was. It was. Okay. It was. It was just, it was a Spanish-speaking show. But the concept of it was the same. And it was very, very successful for all the Latinos. And I remember um, when I would go to Mexico or when I would go to Miami or Los Angeles, people would recognize me from wow. the show. So that's when he hit me. And I was like, wow, like this show was actually big. Yeah. How did you get to be on that in the first place? Because I auditioned for it. My mother found out about it. Ah, and, okay. and of course, she pushed me to go to it. <laughs> did you audition in Mexico or you were able in to audition? Miami. Oh, in Miami. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's fantastic. It was an amazing experience. I wish I could repeat it if I could. But um, th- now going back to your, to your uh, previous question. I guess you can follow me in my social medias and that's the best way to stay up to date with like my new singles coming out, um, et cetera, or my EP for sure. Okay. So mm-hmm. there will be an EP though, is what absolutely, you're saying. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. You got to give them, got to give them what they want, huh? <laughs> you were up in New York, uh, actually at the same time that I was in September. Was that a personal trip or were you up there performing too? It was more of a personal trip, but at the same time, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, kind of trying to venture out a little bit i've always been here in in orlando ever since i've been 10 years old and um i guess i was looking for more opportunities and just going to new york makes me feel very alive and it's very motivating to say the least and orlando is more of a relaxed atmosphere so (laughs) i guess i've I've gotten comfortable here too and my heart's (laughs) here so um but yeah i was definitely trying something different Mm-hmm. Orlando is more relaxed. How funny that must sound to people who come here on vacation and they see the chaos around Disney and they go, oh my gosh, it's not <laughs> relaxing there. Uh, one final question before we wrap this up. Uh, I found myself asking this same question on episode 190 to Laura Wright, a performer in Las Vegas, and I feel like it's mm-hmm. fitting for you too. All that you're doing here at Mangoes, this new single, the, the list goes on. We've We've covered a lot of highlights, but where is all this going for you? Meaning, you know, what are you aiming for as kind of the next step or, or the next level of your performance career? I definitely want to get myself out there the most that I can. I want to give my fans, uh, my followers, 
uh, whatever the word is. <laughs> I don't even like to use the word fans because it makes me feel like, oh my gosh, she has such a big head. <laughs> <laughs> but I always say like my friends, my media friends. Mm -hmm. But I always like to give them content because they're currently, I mean, I'm, so, I'm sorry, they're consistently asking me for content. And so um, I definitely... And in the long in the long run, of course, I do see myself as a big time artist because I want to have my music playing all over the world. I want to get to people on a positive note. And you better believe my music will be all about positivity and love. And that is what I'm all about. That's what music is all about. And um, in the meantime, I just got to work on getting better at what I do and just keep pushing and staying motivated and being consistent, I think, is, is something that I need to stick with. It's being consistent with, again, putting my name out there, giving, giving the fans what they want to hear. So you want to you write more, you want to create more original music? That's the word, create. I'm all about creating. And um, that's definitely what I see myself doing nonstop. And yeah, hopefully um, it gets to people and, and it keeps growing and I can affect people in a very positive way. Well, I certainly applaud you for all that you're doing <laughs> and, and I wish you just the continued best with everything. Thank you very much. Thank My you. I, I got to say thank you once again for, you know, the amazing interview and you've been very professional. I got to say that your questions were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> thank and, you. Um, Yeah, I'm very glad that you took your time out of your day to travel here to Orlando to meet with me. And it's truly been a pleasure. Happy to do it. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I, I, I do appreciate that. Thank you. I wish you the best. And believe I, I'll stick around and I'll be staying up to date with all of you. I'll be following you for sure. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, performer, Jesse Torres. I was going to tell you to visit her official website, but as you heard her say, just focus on engaging on social media. So like her Facebook page, follow her on Instagram. Again, G-Star, it's G and then two S's and two R's. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Be sure to look out for her new single and purchase that as well. And then watch for updates that she posts as she continues to work towards her new EP. And as I mentioned before, if you are in or will be in the Orlando area, definitely come out and see her perform at Mango's Tropical Cafe on International Drive. My thanks to them for letting us record here today. Again, do go look up the video that we will have made and posted from Jesse performing last night and talking with me today. Just go to nhte.net and click on the YouTube icon to go see it. And then please like it, comment on the video, and subscribe to our channel. Thanks so much for listening. To close out today, unlike the beginning of this episode, I won't talk over it this time so you can hear the whole thing. Here is the full version of Jesse's new single, Personal. It's taken everything within me to finally come out and say this. But this feeling is so intimately overwhelming. I've woken up with the desire to have you near While in my dreams this life is just for you and me It's so unusual for me to think about someone excessively Excessively And your touch is all I'm needing now Been relentlessly watching from afar 
I've been really thinking about you. 